0: Welcome to Ask the Expert. Ask the Expert is a brief, informative, engaging, and a lively discussion with cutting-edge science and advancements in type 1 diabetes research. And it's a, we're hoping it's a new style of scientific communication, sort of like more of a town hall than a lecture. It's very short. It's uh, time-sensitive because we know everyone is super busy in their laboratory and all their other commitments. And we just really believe that, you know, hearing from all these different scientific voices who have interest in studying type 1 diabetes will lead to uh, an increase in the knowledge base. So today we're really uh, pleased and lucky to present uh, Dr. Lorenzo Pasquale. He's coming to us to the University of Pompeo, uh, Fabra Madrid um, in Spain. And so it's sort of late for him, but uh, so thanks again for joining us. And his title, uh, the talk he's, uh, what he's gonna talk about is Beta-Cell Non-Coding Regulatory Functions in Type 1 Diabetes. Um, So just a little background on him, he's a professor in genetics and the group leader at the University of Pompo uh, in Faberbosch, Barcelona, where he leads a multidisciplinary team of experienced computational biologists, as well as researchers with a primary expertise in experimental genomics and chromatin biology. He received his medical degree and specialized in pediatrics at um, Gasolini Hospital in Genoa, uh, Italy. And then he trained in molecular biology at, at University of Pittsburgh and in transcriptional uh, regulation and computational genomics at <clears throat> IDIBAPS. I don't know if you guys say that differently, in Barcelona. <laughs> um, his uh, scientific interest is understanding the genomic regulation of pancreatic islets and its implications to human diseases. And the outcome of his line of investigation has resulted in milestone publications that has really opened the path to understand the genomic regulations of the islets and shed a light on the molecular mechanisms that underlie type one and type two. And as we've heard from several other people, um, scientists, uh, basically a lot of the, um, you know, defects and mutations that are seen being seen in type one diabetes are now found in non-coding regions. So this is a very important line of inquiry. His lab also is really um, involved in developing tools like UMI for cats, that's an R package that allows processing analysis and visualization of data. Um, ob- obtained by UMI4C. That's a technique that enables um, to characterize and quantify 3D chromatin contacts. And also, uh, his lab put together the Islet Regulum browser. That's a web tool that allows really fast access and exploration of pancreatic islet regulatory genomics data produced by all you know different labs worldwide. So we totally you know laud that um, idea of collaboration. And um, so yeah, welcome and. We're happy to have you.
1: Well, thank you, thank you very much, Monique, for for all this, for the introduction and uh, and for the for the I think it's uh, it's really nice. Like the the, the format is innovative. It's a, it's a nice way to to share our knowledge in a different way than the than the normal conferences or meetings. Yeah. Um, Would you like? Yeah. To- so uh, as you said, well, our lab is. Uh, is really a, a hybrid lab. So we are doing uh, uh, molecular biology on one side and then, uh, and then analyze our experiment and doing bioinformatics. We have a team of uh, bioinformatics that, that works and try to, to understand and uh, disentangle all these uh, large genomic data sets. And, uh, and myself, I'm uh, as a background, I'm a medical doctor. So I've been dealing with type one diabetic patients in the past. Uh, now I'm in a completely different uh, field, of course, uh, but I think this helps me to, to, to keep a link with the, with the patient, with the hospital somehow. Um, this perfect. So, so exactly, this is the, 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 the title. We are really centered uh, our, our effort, our um, our research question in understanding the non-coding part uh, of the genome of uh, in, uh, in the beta cells, and, and I think we, we really have two uh, main research lines in the lab. So on one side, we we are trying uh, uh, to understand what uh, what happens to a beta cell um, mm-hmm. under uh, environmental stress, and this is something that is related to um, to type one diabetes. Like here we, we really try to understand the the mechanism mechanisms that are central to, um, to, to to metabolic diseases, uh, glucose metabolic uh, diseases in general. Um, then we have another um, research line uh, in which we're studying uh, uh, these uh, very uh, rare uh, tumors that develop from the beta cells. Um, so we 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 aim in studying this. Uh, these uh, this rare tumors, because we think that trying to understand the, uh, the, what, what is changing in the, in the beta cell identity uh, could, uh, could, could allow us to, to understand more about the, the, the physiology of the beta cells, and eventually finding also some, uh, some drug targets that could, uh, in which we could uh, uh, benefit for, for, for diabetes itself, perhaps, if we understand what goes wrong in uh, in these tumour perhaps this can help us to understand uh, what to do better in, uh, in in other diseases that affect the beta cells. Um, but uh, but let me talk more about the the, the first uh, uh, the first research line. So so as a as a general background, um, here we have this. Uh, the, well, of course, the fact that that. Uh, that most of uh, the association um, that is uh, that is linked to to, to type one diabetes um, through cover through these genome-wide st- association studies um, are showing that that that, uh, that many of the variants that are associated to uh, to the disease are falling in the non-coding part of uh, of the genome. This is something really that is common to, to, to most um, uh, most complex diseases. So this is true indeed as well for, for type 2 diabetes. Um, and, uh, and it gives an extra challenge because uh, uh, having all these uh, variants in the non-coding part of the genome um, makes it more difficult to, uh, to link them to, uh, to the transcriptional changes. Um, and uh, and indeed, in this sense, um, what what is uh, is really useful and what uh, it had been done in uh, in the field uh, for 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 diabetes as well as uh, as other complex diseases was that of uh, trying to map regulatory elements, non-coding RNAs uh, across uh, across the genome, um, and indeed, this can help to, to identify some. Uh, uh, some of the variants that are associated to the disease and are uh, functional and are uh, possibly affecting uh, uh, the regulation um, in, uh, in a cell-specific uh, manner indeed, because these uh, regulatory maps, they tend to be very tissue-specific, but as well also uh, state-specific.
0: When, can I just ask a question, when you talk yeah. about the cis regulome, are you uh, including sort of the methylome? I mean, is, this, is this included too? Uh, right, we, we, we didn't
1: work uh, a lot on uh, on methylation, uh, but that indeed has a lot of uh, uh, regulatory function. The, the DNA methylation itself, and uh, and while regions that are less methylated, indeed, uh, uh, were shown to be uh, more active and, uh, yeah. and coincide with uh, with active regulatory. elements. Um, so this uh, this includes uh, indeed. Uh, Mapping of uh, of other features such as histone modifications or uh, uh, chromatin accessibility that helps us to identify uh, these uh, these regulatory these regulatory elements and build these regular maps that are mm, cell type specific indeed. Um, so this uh, this this was uh, this had been done and uh, and indeed. Uh, it was shown that um, that variants associated to, to type 2 diabetes and fasting glycemia they tend to overlap uh regulons or uh, so regulatory maps uh, that are active in the beta cells. Mm-hmm. And while for type 1 diabetes uh, this this was not true that the, the variants associated to type 1 diabetes, uh, they're not particularly enriched in the in the beta cell regular. this makes sense. This is an autoimmune disease, and uh, and most of these variants are, or many of these variants are, uh, are really overlapping regulatory elements that are specific to immune cell types. Yeah, um, this makes uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. So, uh, what uh, what we're studying, what we're uh, doing in general in the lab is. Uh, uh, Is trying to, to 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 expose the, 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 the islets pancreatic islets to um, an inflammatory environment. I think ideally would uh, would uh, would be really interesting to 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 try to reconstruct uh, the, the 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 first or at least the initial stages of uh, of type one diabetes. Although it's uh, it's difficult. Um, for the moment, what, what we did was uh, exposing uh, pancreatic islet to uh, different uh, cocktails of, of cytokines. Um, and, uh, and then try to map uh, the regulome again. So, again, here, as, as I was mentioning, what, what we're looking at is uh, are, are the histone modification, chromatin accessibility, those are the 3D chromatin structure. So these uh, these loops that uh, that uh, that put in uh, in proximity uh, these are regulatory elements um, with uh, with the, the targets the promoter targets of uh, of these regulatory elements. Um, so by 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 doing this uh, these experiments, what what we're seeing is that uh, um, the, the, the the regulon of, of the pancreatic is, uh, is actually quite dynamic. So an external stimulus is able to activate regulatory elements in the, in the genome, uh, but not only that, it seems like uh, it's also inducing changes in the 3D chromatin structure so that these newly activated regulatory elements are getting in contact with, uh, with their target genes.
0: And is this, you know, is this specific to the beta cell, this response, or is, do you see this in, you know, all many different cell types, the alpha cell types, the delta cell types, I'm right. just in the islet environment.
1: Right. So, so that, that's something uh, um, uh, something really, uh, really unexplored, I think. So uh, the, the, the plasticity of, uh, of the alpha cells or other uh, specific cell types in the in the has to be uh, or is not really um, understood yet in in its, in its details in the, the non coding part of gene. So uh, what we're we are, uh, what we've been focusing um, was on the on the on the beta cells themselves, yeah. but uh, but indeed. Um, uh, Indeed, in alpha cells or delta cells or, or other cell types composing the uh, the pancreatic islet um, would be very interesting to, uh, to to map and to see. Actually, there is um, um, there are single cell uh, experiments that are uh, that are being mm-hmm. doing. Uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Golden is uh, is working on this. Has some uh, really nice uh, mm-hmm. uh, data. Yes uh, that uh, on on single cell these uh, and this showing you know, as well that mm, these uh, these uh, these maps are are possibly changing so this is uh, it is uh, indeed very exciting
0: yeah it really is and it's really hard to I think to get a grasp on this because it is so um it's three d dependent you know it's not just sort of one and done like a gene to <laughs> you know right. gene to rna to to protein situation,
1: right? And these uh, and this three D chromatin structure are, are highly complex, so that uh, yeah. the same uh, the same regulatory element, the same enhancer, uh, it doesn't have just a one to one relationship. Yeah. Uh, but but it can actually uh, there uh, their experiments demonstrating that, that 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 can activate that multiple genes um, or. Or that, uh, that indeed you have multiple enhancers, multiple regulatory elements acting on on the same gene. So it's uh, uh, it's really a highly complex uh, system.
0: Yeah. I would also say, uh, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like learning something here in this environment could have purchase, you know, on on many other disease states and other you know sort of working models of the way this works.
1: Absolutely, I mean what. Uh, what we're seeing here for, for for type one diabetes could be translated to, to, to many other diseases um, and, um, and other, other uh, glucose metabolism uh, diseases that is not just type one diabetes
0: or type two diabetes. So it's a very uh, fertile frontier. A lot of room uh, for inquiry and new scientific um, you know, exploration.
1: I think so, yes, and, uh, and much to explore here.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Indeed, this this also uh, has to do. I mean, it, it can be linked to the to the genetics, which is something that uh, that uh, that can be done, uh, in the sense that uh, that if, uh, uh, as I just uh, uh, explained, I mean, the, the, the um, variants associated with type one diabetes are not overlapping uh, more than. Uh, there is no enrichment for, for, for overlapping uh, more than the, the, the regulatory elements of, uh, of a healthy and untreated pancreatic um, uh, islet. What, uh, what we're seeing is, uh, is that uh, this is activated, this newly activated mm. uh, regulatory elements that are uh, activated upon ex- an exposure to these external stimuli um, are uh, these these are indeed uh, more enriched for uh, variants associated type one diabetes. Yeah. So this this is just I mean it's an initial observation. It's a, it's a proof of principle. Uh, Much is to do to understand really uh, what this uh, meaning, what is the meaning of this in terms of of the mechanisms that are behind all this. Uh, but but it supports the the the, 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 the idea the possibility that uh, uh, that, that some variants um, associated type 1 diabetes are acting through the beta cell uh, but are acting through uh, regulatory elements that are uh, just silent in uh, in uh, in normal conditions. And, uh,
0: can you can you walk us through the path that a cytokine would take to access the um, the regulatory elements in the nucleus?
1: Well, that that that's another uh, uh, that that's another. Intre- these are other interesting uh, uh, questions, actually, that that that, that should be uh, disentangled in in, in, in their. Uh, uh, details because um, while well, uh, indeed uh, the cytokines will uh, uh, will act on on, on receptors on the, on the on the beta cell surface and then these will uh, will act through uh, different uh, receptor, different uh, signaling pathways um, and and eventually will uh, will activate transcription factors in uh, the that will act in the nucleus of the cell and. Uh, and uh, and bind uh, the the DNA in order to uh, somehow activate some some regulatory elements. This is probably, I mean, in a, in a very naive way, what uh, what is uh, likely uh, happening. What what we are uh, uh, seeing. while well, this is, is all inferred through um, uh, sequence uh, analysis and then and some ChIP-seq data. Mm. Um, is that uh, that indeed we have some uh, inflammatory transcription factors? Uh, well, some some transcription factors that are typically activated uh, upon uh, a pro-inflammatory stimulus. These are like NF kappa beta, um, IRF, uh, but also STATs, um, and these are are we're seeing that that, that are. Induced and are binding the DNA um, something that that we're seeing that, uh, that that is I think very interesting is that uh, they seem to bind um, in combination with very tissue specific transcription factors so uh, they, they tend to bind to the, to this uh, newly activated regulatory element in combination with uh, uh, transcription factors that are uh, typical of uh uh, that are typically active in, uh, in the beta surface, maybe PDX1 uh, math uh, A, uh, or uh, NTX 6.1. Um, but, but again this is uh, these are initial experiments and the, the, the actual uh, mechanism that is uh, behind all uh, these and uh, the mechanistic activation of, of, of these regulatory elements is, uh, is still to be um, elucidate.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, that's really, really interesting. Has anybody ever, you know, this is sort of a random question, but has anyone looked at the the uh, cellul- cytoplasmic vaults as a way that some of the cytokines or messaging could access the, the nucleus? I ask that because we're talking to a, a group next week that is investigating these ribosomal vaults.
1: Ah, okay. Okay. I see. They're very
0: obscure, but you know, you wonder you know, because they're involved in like, you know, drug resistance and breast cancer and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you sort of like in, in altered environments, they they play a role.
1: Uh, yeah, good question. I don't think it's, uh, it's, this was much uh, explored, really. Yeah, I
0: don't thought. think so yet. But we'll talk with the Vault people next week, so we'll hear what they have to say.
1: That's a good question for, yeah. for the group, Yeah. So, so overall the, well, in, uh, in very general terms, this is our hypothesis, or what, uh, what we think is, uh, is happening is that um, so, uh, as you can see here, on the top of uh, of this, uh, uh, of this uh, model, what, what you’re showing are the, the variants that are um, associated through genome-wise association study to type 1 diabetes. Uh, these are variants that that indeed are, are overlapping uh, um, in general uh, regulatory elements that are active in the, in the immune cell types. But uh, uh, what, what you're, we are observing is that some of them are overlapping regulatory elements that are, um, that are silent, that are not active in, uh, in breasting beta cells, but can be activated uh, upon um, the exposure to uh, a pro-inflammatory environment. These, um, these, these enhancers that are uh, the hits of these uh, 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 variants say type 1 diabetes, they tend to be uh, linked to genes um, that, uh, that, that have function involved in apoptosis, immune response, and beta cell stress. So, this would be uh, a different scenario that is uh, what is happening for type 2 diabetes, in which variants associated with the disease are instead overlapping uh, um, conservative uh, regulatory elements uh, that are controlling uh, insulin secretion, glucose sensitivity, or beta cell identity. this is. Uh, it's our our working uh, hypothesis, our our model, and uh, and around this we're uh, we're trying to uh, to to uh, experimental designs to to see to to, to prove this uh, this hypothesis.
0: What other groups in Europe are kind of focused in on this right now?
1: Well, we'll we've been uh, collaborating a lot with uh, the ACI series. indeed. Um, and, uh, and then the think was, uh, was, was a very nice and open, uh, collaboration with, uh, with the group. They are, uh, a world expert in, uh, in this, uh, in the cytokine exposure, knowing all the, uh, possible, uh, cytokine cocktails, uh, that, uh, that are, um, that can be exposed to the to to, to the beta cell, the, the the environment that are more stressful to the beta cells. So um, uh, so with them we 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 had a very uh, very important and very strong uh, collaboration. But uh, but indeed is 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 a very open uh, it's a very open field, and uh, and, and indeed has uh, many questions to to be, uh, to be answered.
0: So yeah, agreed. <laughs> not just the genetics;
1: it's also the mechanism and is the transcription factor binding and three D traumatin structure.
0: Yeah, no, it's a huge, it's a huge frontier.
1: So um, the while well, other other things that uh, uh, we we try to do is to. to collaborate with uh, uh, with other groups and to uh, to share our data indeed um, so in this uh, in this sense this is how it uh, it, it uh, we 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 started working on the on the reglon browser it was initially just a, a figure of, of a paper and then it uh, it became something uh, uh, bigger and bigger and, uh, and we started uh, using it to, to, to share the data with, with other groups. Now we are, uh, we're trying to maintain it and, uh, um, because we know that, that, that the island community is, uh, is using it and, uh, and is taking advantage of it.
0: Yeah, no, so this, is, this is really excellent. And so if someone wants to just use it, you know, as a first time user, how, how easy is it? And they, I can see that you've got yeah, UCSC up there, WashU, and yeah, you know, so it's come in and 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 they can either they could either add their um data, right? Or they could actually you know kind of go through the repository. How does how does it work for the first time? So, either?
1: so, so the 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 web uh, the web tool is is uh, is completely open, you don't even have to register to um to, to 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 use it to access it. Right. Um, and um and, uh, and, and you can browse, browse through through the data. You can, here you can see chromatin maps and uh, uh, enhancer annotation or transcription factors here. Are, uh, there are some uh, different data sets that, uh, that can be uh, loaded. Uh, it's not possible at the moment to, to load your own data, uh, but uh, we're trying to, to, uh, to have uh, different data source from uh, from different papers and uh, uh, and different data sets if you have uh, indeed some uh, some data sets that that you would like to visualize or you would like uh, other people to, to browse through uh, please contact me just drop me an email we would be more than happy to to have to, to have, uh, uh, to have uh, the data your data there and the, uh, and have it accessed uh, to, for, for anyone and have it integrated with, uh, with other sources. So I think this is the main uh, uh, idea of, uh, of, of the browser that you can really integrate different uh, data source from, from, from different groups and different, uh, different types of data. In the sense that we have uh, transcription factors, regulatory element annotations, and uh, as well as 3D, the annotation of the 3D chromatin structure through uh, these 4C, virtual uh, 4C-seq data. So- That's great. I mean, it's human.
0: I think it's, I think it also has the advantage that it's human eyelets, right? So that's, you know, that's That's, the real deal. So- No, no, obviously
1: this, uh, it has to be, I mean, we we are not, uh, uh, trying to uh, to to compete with any other uh, uh, browser uh, is uh, this is uh, specifically of, centered on centered uh, on 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 the beta cells uh, and uh, and we try I mean to have uh, like the, to to have something uh, that is that is different in, uh, in its visualization and uh, and that is centered on uh, on the pancreatic islands. Uh, and that it has, I think, or we think, we hope, it has like a very um, simple or or at least uh, intuitive way to, 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 to integrate the data so that maybe like just a, uh, a genetics that is not like a bioinformatics that wants to, to approach this because um, because once just to, to, to browse his uh, favorite gene can, can can easily go and, and, see, uh, and see the data. Uh, indeed, uh, if you don't like the, the, the visualization and you're more used to, to look at the UCSC, like uh, the bottom and the top of, uh, of the island Tregulon uh, up here uh, redirects all the data directly to the UCSC browser and to, uh, to the typical visualization that, that, that you have in the UCSC and, and the, the, the integration with all the uh, the annotations from uh, from browsers, or the what like you it, need for the 3D. Browser.
0: Okay, yeah. It, it, it seems like this invites interdisciplinary scientists too and to see like, okay, they're working in Parkinson's or whatever and they found something and they could kind of come in and, and cross Cross compare like what's happening in islets or like you know closer disease like RA. Yes, well, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm, I mean, obviously that 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 that, that can uh, um, uh, that mm, uh, is, is open to any any science also of, of any field, of course, to to see what uh, if their favorite gene what what, uh, what is uh, what is doing in the, in the pancreatic islet. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, it's fantastic. This is a great initiative. It really is. I mean, it's it's just so, um, you know, it's, it, it's it's really it's really great that it's a human eyelet, you know, browser, and it's great that it's open to everyone too.
1: Thanks so. Well, that the, the, the other the other tools we are uh, we are developing are more um, more directed to 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 buy from So yeah. that's. Uh, uh, well, as you mentioned the, at the beginning, we are also developing uh, um, tools such as the UMI4C um, or UMI4CATS, which is a, uh, is a tool to, to analyze um, 4C-seq uh, data. So again, this is something more, uh, more specific for, 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 uh, for, for, for bioinformaticians so in general obviously we are used to look at the dna in a linear way we know that is this is not the case it's much more complex but in uh, in this uh, complex 3d chromatin structure there are tools uh, that that allows us to, to identify the loops and the contacts um, uh, the contacts between the, uh, the gene stretches uh, and um, uh, and indeed a, a way to, to identify these uh, this contacts from, from molecular biology point of view, is these is 4CC experiments, uh, which are then, uh, uh, that, that can then be analyzed or several tools for analyze the uh, 4CC data. Uh, but one uh, specific problem that, uh, that you have with uh, with 4C data is that it's not it's not really quantitative because it goes through different rounds of uh, DNA amplification. So this is um, is a limitation. I mean, if you are comparing two condition, it can be a limitation. Uh, so it was developed uh, some uh, from from uh, uh, from uh, from the group in uh, in Israel group uh, a, a technique which is called UMI4C. Mm. They also uh, developed some uh, uh, some uh, some bioinformatic tools to, to analyze these data. Um, what uh, what we did was uh, was just to, to, to ready to make a, a package, uh, an R package that uh, that uh, that helps in uh, creation to to uh, to. To, to get the data, to, to analyze it, to, to, uh, to find a way to, to, to find uh, peaks uh, uh, or, or contacts in the, in the genome in a, in a quantitative way, uh, and to have also nice visualization of, of the locus. Uh, so this is what uh, this, uh, this UMI forecast for cats is about.
0: Yeah. No, that seems very handy tool for sort of before and after exposure to cytokines.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. The, well, obviously we 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 use this for for before and after cytokines. We we, we needed to have something that uh, that uh, that was quantitative. So we spent a lot of uh, of energy uh, in in the lab and uh, uh, to, to, to to develop these tools. So we thought that that this could could be helpful for uh, for for people in other fields and uh, different questions uh,
0: can i ask you when you guys look at the um you know the islet cells the beta cells from different patients for instance do you see these same signatures you know over and over when you expose the cells to the same cocktail of cytokines
1: right so yeah so we unfortunately i mean the, 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 this is uh these are complex experiments and then also like getting the, the human pancreatic island is difficult. So it's not that we can repeat this in uh, uh, or we, we couldn't repeat this in, uh, in in a very large court of, uh, of, of pancreatic islands. But uh, but between those that, uh, that, that we analyzed in like, uh, uh, Four or five samples, for example, we did these experiments. That the, that the consistency was 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 really high. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, then of course, some of these experiments we did on uh, on cell lines, which is uh, uh, is not uh, it's not ideal for for uh, for many for many reasons, but uh, but but is very handy from uh, from molecular. Uh, of biology point of view, obviously.
0: Yeah, you got to start um, somewhere.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 yes. Now, while we 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 try to use uh, uh, all the, the 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 signal that were more that were consistent across different samples. So.
0: It's almost. It would be great if you could get sort of a crowd science situation going on where many many labs could look you know, and use this R package to analyze the chromatin uh, contact profiles, you know, and kind of like all dump that into a repository <laughs> somewhere and, and see what it looked like. That'd be really cool.
1: Yes. Our, our problem, the, yeah, some, some of the problems are really bad, the, the from the a molecular biology experiment is uh, is, is tricky. So, so that is something, uh, that, oh I mean that you you, you need that time for, for for the experiment to to, to reproduce it to, yeah so i think that, that that's the that's that's the limitation also.
0: well as, again we, you got to start somewhere so and you guys are doing it so it's fantastic
1: <laughs> so acknowledge the people this 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 is the most important because and I'm, I'm, I'm talking yeah, for for the work of, uh, of many here, and, uh, and uh, it's, it's a great group of, of people. Really, so here, Mireya, she's a postdoc in the in the lab, and uh, she's a purely a as well as Mark um, and uh, Georgina. She just started, and we have other people on the on the wet lab side, such as Bea um, and, uh, and uh, Clara and Angel. So most, most of, uh, a lot of this, uh, of this work was done by, by Mireia, and then uh, all the, the wet lab experiments, uh, by, 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 by this, by, by Bea and Clara. So it's, uh, it's a lot of work, so it's, uh, it's really great to have uh, such an enthusiastic team.
0: Yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, it's great to see so many young scientists, you know, and all kind of, it seems like a great group, and and you're doing, you're really working together to to crank out some excellent um, new ways of thinking about the eyelid biology. I think it really is. Uh, you guys are really on the forefront, along with the Galton group. You know, you're really digging into these complex problems, and so we uh, celebrate you guys and salute you.
1: Thanks a lot.
0: Yeah, for sure. I am going to open it up as is, there's uh, anyone in the audience would like to ask a question. No, oh. oh, dumped off. I asked plenty, so I hope I wasn't. Hope I didn't ask too many, but I, I probably did. But um, thank you again for joining us, uh, Lorenzo. It was really really great. I can't wait to see what's next coming. You know, coming from your laboratory, and um, we hope to keep in touch. Have a great rest of your evening. Bye bye.